when they're eating imaginary That's food? That's what I'm asking, right? Like, I feel like you would just be constipated because you're not really eating anything. It's just imaginary in your head. And so you're not consuming anything. And so you're just like backed up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with that, let's go ahead and jump into today's <laughs> episode of Escaping Podcast. <laughs> Chelsea didn't get Wait, we're not testing levels? I got it right here. It's one microphone. We're good. All right. <laughs> so let's go ahead and jump into today's episode yeah. of Escaping Podcast. The best podcast in Colorado Springs when it comes to all things geek, nerdy, and everything in between. And by everything in between, we're talking about the space between you and that imaginary food. Are you hungry? Mm. Are you hungry? Depends. I am your host, Daniel <laughs> Rojas, joined as always by... Kels Michelle, a.k.a. Captain Hook, Line, and Sinker. <laughs> I like that one a lot. That is really good. Word. She's here. She's queer, she's asexual, and you never see her coming. <laughs> Wait, can you be a cute That's anime? True. That last one's true. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the only. Michelle with no intro. That's her. <laughs> so we are starting a new series today. Kelsey, what are we talking about? Uh, <clears throat> that's a good-ass question. <laughs> Michelle, what are we talking about? Call to adventure. How do yeah. we get to these realms that we fantasize about? Sometimes it's a closet. Yeah. Sometimes it's a med- uh, medallion. Sometimes yeah. it's a curse. Sometimes it's shrooms. And sometimes it's a rainbow bridge. Maybe they're born with it. <laughs> Word. <laughs> <laughs> so this is part one of our fantasy series. If you've been listening this whole time to our show, you know that in episode three, we started talking about some fantasy stuff and it didn't go quite as well as we had hoped. So we're here to bring it back. We're here to take it back. Come and get it, baby. So, fantasy shit. What jumps out to you guys immediately when I say, you know, like fantasy stories, fantasy movies, all that stuff? I mean, you have your classics like your Alice in Wonderland. Alice in who? Wonderland. (laughs) Are we talking about how I pronounce things again? Always. Always (laughs) Michelle with the pronunciation. (laughs) I don't feel like I have an accent, so I don't really know what anybody's talking about. Um... (laughs) You don't, but it's always good to like kind of yeah. like make people question yeah. themselves because people do that to me all the time. Wizard of Oz. I mean, I feel like those are your classics, but we've gotten into some Wizard yeah. of Oz shit before. Then you get into the <laughs> the well known TARDIS. Hello, oh my God, that Doctor is a Who, big call to adventure. Yeah. Wait, is that fantasy or sci-fi? That's or is it a more sci-fi. It, it's both. It's both. It has to be both. But it's how they're traveling to these different realms. Absolutely, yeah. Kelsey. What jumps to your mind? Um, fantasy magic. Elves, fairies, so like Lord of the Rings, of mm-hmm. course, Peter Pan, things of that nature, anything heavily invested in magic, all out the magicians, or even, of course... But with Lord of the Rings, they're already in Middle-earth. Right, with the magicians and even the librarians, it's something that hits in the first episode or mm-hmm. whatever. Exactly, like, <clears throat> but with magicians, for example, they travel to a magical world where the source of magic comes from there. And it all correlates together, just like with Narnia. Like, you mm-hmm. can go through these places to invest in the magic, but it's also about the mm-hmm. connection between that world and the real world. Because in most of these stories, you need both worlds. Yeah. You have Wasn't to it have so disappointing as a child when you try to, like, run into the wardrobe and you're like, fuck. That's how I got here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you came out of the closet eventually. That's but. what it was. Yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't run into the closet, but I ran into a wooded area in my uh, world. And then I came out here and I'm like... Gay. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What is this gay you speak of? Where I'm from. What you do in the wardrobe there, Kelsey? It's spelled G A E. Like what you do in the wardrobe? Yeah. We didn't have one. Kelsey. Kelsey. Just I was like, I had a closet. I didn't know what the fuck the wardrobe was until like. He's like my crawl space, like Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we didn't, it was just like one of those things. I didn't even know what the fuck a wardrobe was outside of like yo clothes. Yeah. Before the movies came out, you know, Chronicles of Narnia. That's like, oh, that's. What you call, like, the motherfucking wardrobe. Like, yeah. Like, that's what it's called. Not just, like, I don't know, a cabinet or mm. a fucking... I well, my it. mom's Korean, so we had obviously... You're Korean! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we had, obviously, one of those wardrobes, but it ended up where you stock your blankets. Exactly. Mm. Lifetime blankets. Summer blankets, winter oh, blankets. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Everything I, I, I understand the difference in blankets. <laughs> Isn't a summer blanket just a sheet? Shit. No, there's different ones. So why you need a blanket in the summer? Sometimes you need a nice light blanket. There's like for a me, yeah, lightweight one. I like and so a towel. It's almost <laughs> it's almost every season, but I like just my midsection covered, 
and like my top, my bottom. So you could just wear underwear. Yeah. No, I need something covering from like just below where the like boxes reach up to just to, like my abdomen. Yeah. Like a kilt. Kind. Of, oh no. Like a girdle. Like a skirted girdle. Yeah. No. I like the idea of blankets, but it's always going to end up on the other side of the bed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so with these calls to adventure, what is it that makes these characters worth going in? Why? Why are they chosen? <laughs> no. I was gonna say most of the time, most of the time in these series, it's destiny. Mm-hmm. Like there's a prophecy, there's mm-hmm. something they need to achieve, and it's oh, only they can do it. Mm-hmm. So that's sure. one of the lures. They have to bring these people into this world because they're chosen, chosen to fulfill their destiny, and you know to save the man. I can man, see so. that, but there's also that double-sided coin, and I don't know how familiar you all are with Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but Harry, sure, the chosen one, right? But you know who else was the chosen one? Neville. Mm, yeah. Neville was also from the same thing, same background. Neville could have been the boy who lived. Mm-hmm. Neville, Neville. Neville, Neville. Neville that looked like a rat, Neville. Until he got older and then Until he looked he like a older, fucking yeah. uh, daddy uh, come and shook me. Um, yeah. Spank my bottom, Neville. He did become uh, quite sexy when he got Neville older. Neville hot bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Come to me, batch. Just because Neville came from the same background, why wasn't he the chosen one? Then? Because Harry was. If no. Harry had it, Neville There's an entire so, backstory with the parents. So, so Neville basically was a plan B. Yeah. If something would have happened to Harry. Unless you look at it where Harry was the plan B mm-hmm. and just happened to go for it a little yeah. harder. I think it was the, the strong tie to Voldemort. Well, so. uh, who was it? Bellatrix Lestrange was the one who used the um, Crucio and mm-hmm. Imperius curse on Neville's parents. Mm-hmm. And Neville's living with his goddamn grandma, and his parents are in the fucking mental ward. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Par- so Harry parents died, of course, but then Neville's went crazy. Yes. Because of the whole Voldemort. The same night Voldemort went to go attack and uh, kill Harry's parents, yeah. Bellatrix Lestrange... Did the Imperial and the Crucius curse to Neville's parents? Which one? Okay. Um, shit, what was I about to say? What was um, the curse then? Uh, no, 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 no. My fault. Who's Bellatrix? Uh, Bellatrix the Strange was played by Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, okay. Got you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. She's the one that Molly Weasley goes, get away from my daughter, you bitch. Yeah. Ooh. And her, Voldemort, and Sirius, and uh, Snake and then Johnny, the same. Johnny Depp jumped in. And, and he got I'm his finger kidding. cut off, and then he was like... <laughs> see, you say that, but at the same time, he's a master of illusion, too. <laughs> Johnny Depp was in Harry Potter movies, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Beasts. Yeah. Which I liked the first one, and then I didn't watch the second one. The second one was, I, I okay. did watch the second one. I wasn't as invested as I was. That's kind of how I felt, yeah. right? Because, uh, my fault, not, not to cut you no, off. No, go man, for it, Kelsey. But um, the main character dude that we followed in the first Fantastic Beast, the little... Newt Scamander. Newt, mm-hmm. He kind of was like background in the, the second one, but mm-hmm. then I was like, so who is this movie about then? If the, he's, Newt's barely in there. It was yeah. basically about young Dumbledore and Grindelwald. Yeah. That's, I, and the thing is... I think it's very disheartening that Johnny Depp was casted out of it just because of stupid lies. Yeah, but, and I mean, Yeah, absolutely. Um, but that's what happens when people lie and hurt somebody's career. Absolutely. But I don't think the production team should have ever pulled him from it. I think he did a phenomenal he job as a character. He did a fucking great job. It was, yeah. it, it was like, there was a lot of things building up from, I guess you could say, a business side because he mm-hmm. has been... He was wilding out in Australia, so they did bust him for a couple of things. Yeah. And they were already yeah. trying to um, um, push him out of the Pirates franchise. So it's low-key, like, one of those things, yeah. like, we kind of want Johnny, but we kind of don't. I feel like at that don't. point, your PR team needs to pull in and be like, yeah, I get you're having a meltdown because your wife is f- <laughs> But, I mean... I don't think you can say that word. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry. Well, she did. It's America, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. We'll deal with the black backlash later. Yeah. But... It's like one of those things too, like you say, it's PR, but at the same time, if your client doesn't want to follow suit, right. yeah. there's only, only so much you could do. Absolutely. But then again, with Johnny, he's, I don't want to necessarily say he's a unique case, but if Marvel, <coughs> not Marvel, but Disney, mm-hmm. if they really want to put their foot down, they should just do it instead of like waiting for something else yeah. to happen. But like, that's now thing, we're going to take you all the, yeah, yeah, they keep waiting, keep waiting. Then it's like, oh, now we're going to 
redo Pirates, but you're still in it, even though we're going to do this whole female yeah. spin-off, this, that, and the third. It's like, just man up, yeah. woman up, but yeah. just be yeah. adult about this shit. And just like, nah, Johnny, you're wilding. We're going to cut ties now. Maybe we could come back later and revisit this, but mm-hmm. as of this moment, nah, we can't yeah. fuck with you right now. But that's the thing with fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you can change characters, you can make them whoever you want, but with these, it's mostly, like, kids and young teens. Yeah, even in... uh Na- Yeah, like, Nosferatu. Yeah! Yeah, you see she has her bike, and she's, like, going in... It's only this bike that she uses, and as soon as she gets a certain speed into that bridge, she ends up in Christmas land. And her only mission, as she realizes, is to kill him. Which, what do you do when you find out that your whole life goal, yeah. everything, every choice you've made, everything that's been done for you, is to facilitate a death of one person? Yeah. What do you do after that? When you didn't even believe that a creature like this At could exist. At all. Like, yeah. you're, you're just like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I pay bills. Yeah. I am an American. But she became so invested in she it. She fucking took yeah. control. Even as an adult, she was trying to get back there and... I would have to say, with her situation traveling to the realm, could she have done it if she didn't rebuild that bike? If she didn't, you know... That's the thing, right? But is that hardwired into these characters? Yeah, that's the only way they think they can get there. Mm -hmm. And maybe it is. Yeah, but But there has to be other ways because... Do you think so? I Well, I don't know. He was very surprised when he saw her even make it over. (laughs) Yeah. Again, I don't recall in the book. Did they ever say what the tie was between the bike and the bridge? And I don't him? think they did. I think it was some Stephen King shit. You know, gotcha. It's like, oh, well. That is it always was. It is his son, <laughs> and that's the way writing has to go. Yeah. But why are, like, what do you do when you find out your whole life has been for one mission? Mm-hmm. And then you finish the mission. What do you do? Like, yeah, right? Like, do, it's called do, early do, retirement. You go oh, to, okay. You're to saying. Bali. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you need hobbies in life yeah. and goals and something outside of like you said the mission because you know life have to go on so if your whole mission was to kill whatever or do whatever then it stops and like do you stop mm-hmm. do you ride into the sunset or is it like one of the scenarios in the movie you die as you kill your adversary so you don't have to worry course, about life absolutely mm-hmm. and a lot of times they do be like suicide missions or one yeah. Missions, like, there's no coming back. You're not coming back. Exactly. I'm sorry, but you're done. Kind of, kind of like the, um, what's it called? Um, no one left the fight. Like an that allegory for like, thing. yeah, Dragon Ball Z. So what happens when Goku beats all the strongest people? What because is his life mission then? He's out here just like thinking about what could have been, what mm-hmm. else he can do. But if that's all you're built for. Yeah. It's di- it's very very different than a, a like a comic book stance where it's like Thor and the Bifrost. Right. It's right. it's very different. You know, his missions are always going to continue. Something's going to happen in the nine realms. Like right. So. But is there a difference between Thor going out on these missions and let's say Jane Foster, mm-hmm. where she's just sucked into it, and now this is the most exciting thing in her life. Yeah. But for Thor, it's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, because he's lived over eons, so yeah. all his days aren't even days, it's just fleeting moments, more or less. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's like one of the things people, um, as just an adult in the real world, we constantly have to figure out, too, like, what is my life goal? What is my purpose? Oh, if I want to be, like, the president of this company, what mm-hmm. happens when mm-hmm. I get that? Or mm-hmm. I want to win a championship, all right, so... I won the championship. Now, oh, I want to get this accolade. Now I got that. Right. Is your life only about that one singular goal? Yeah. You have to have things outside of that. When will you become satisfied? Exactly. That's yeah. the question. Yeah. Exactly. Because you have these young characters mm-hmm. who see the mission as their lifelong goal. Mm-hmm. And it's what's going to enrich them. It's what's going to make them who they are. Yeah. But is that a life? Or are the side characters I, I more enriched for, than the main? I think for them, they are so hyper-focused on that current mission that they think it's the biggest thing ever in their life. Mm-hmm. And it may be. Sure. But then it's like... Well, you got to get back to the real world. You have to acclimate now. Exactly. You have to be a citizen. How do you go from taking down a god to going back to a nine to five? That will be their biggest challenge. You said beer. Yeah. (laughs) But no, it's like one of the things, like you were saying earlier, like why does a lot of the fantasy realm um, focus around kids or like teenagers? Yeah, man. Because they still have that naivety. They're still open to new things. The world Mm -hmm. is still, the impossibilities are still out there. So, for example, like, 
you're a kid, like it, like high school, for example. Okay, okay. When you're in high school, you're not thinking about college. You're not thinking about being 25. You're not thinking about 30. Everything within those walls for those four years is the only thing you're focused on. So when these kids get these goals or these tasks to take down the evil bad person or collect these gems or stop a war, that's all they're thinking about because right now they're teenagers so they only can see what's in front of them Mm -hmm. now. They're not concerned about what happens later because life at that age is so hyper-focused on your emotions, your hormones and what you can do now while you're alive and young because you don't give a fuck about the future because you're not here Everything seems like the big picture. Exactly. Because that's the only picture you have. There's this whole... um, it, it, it's kind of a meme. It's not really a meme. But you know like nowadays we have memes that are just text. Mm-hmm. And it's like a young adventurer going into a cave. And there's a dragon there. And the dragon wasn't angry at the kid. It was angry at the people who sent them. Because they keep sending kids mm-hmm. with idea, like, uh, you know, ideas of you know like this whole grand mission to go and fight these wars that they're going to die from. Mm-hmm. And the dragon's not angry at the kid. It's angry at the, the whole society. Mm-hmm. But I think that unfortunately makes a little bit of sense where you have them sending off these kids, filling their heads with fucking ideas of this is what you're supposed to do, but maybe you go to another land and you're on the wrong side. Mm-hmm. Exactly, too. And kids don't know no better. Adults tell you to do some shit, you do it. That's the reason why the adults ain't going like, I know what I want to do with the rest of my life. I got horses. <laughs> I got also- horses to deal with. Yeah, but also the kids, <laughs> the, drink. the kids get the mission and all of a sudden they're like, <laughs> and it's usually in these stories, kids that were kind of quiet or right. not seen in their not social, seen what? not seen in their social groups. Okay. And, <laughs> not seen. and so they feel like, oh my God, I have a big task to do now. Right. I feel bigger than life. Oh, I'm giving adult responsibilities? Yeah. I guess I'm Probably a big boy so, now. Yeah. No yes. more diapers for this yeah. baby. They feel suddenly they're more important than everybody around them. Exactly. Well, look at the fucking four Pevensey children. The what? The uh, Pevenseys. Who? Peter, Susan, Edmund, and Lucy. Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, see, I don't Oh, I was all like, I, I know these names, but I didn't re- refer yeah, to them as that. Like, <laughs> I mean, I get it. And yeah, they became kings and queens. Yeah. But then even as they got older, they had to go back to the real world. Yeah. And that had to fucking... Yeah, you have to brush off that God complex. You just got done clapping beaver cheeks. All right, so once again, <laughs> oh I've seen some of the movies. So once they... Because I know in Ar- Did Narnia, you see the part with the beaver? Uh, so that might have been the X-rated so, long story short, Narnia time moves faster than regular Earth time. That's right. Main question. So, if they are a, like 40 in Narnia, when they come back, are they still 40 or do they age they back? They come back to kids, but they have the memories. memories. Yeah. Or, okay, that's what I was trying to figure but out. But what does that do to a kid? Yeah, because their timeline yeah. is very different. It would piss, because I was just watching some shit when they had to deal with that whole concept of like, all right, so my body, I mature through all this shit, but once I go back, I'm also. In a kid's body, kind of yeah. similar to um, uh, monster, uh, monster girl, monster girl. Like every time she uses her she shit, she ages, but she might look like she's twelve, but she's really twenty four, twenty five, twenty five. But you have that knowledge, but yes, you in the body of an adolescent. So like, and that's the thing, your hormones are also because your biological makeup is going to make you feel certain things. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be feeling irrational when you were just a forty year old adult making calculated decisions and, yeah, you're and like, having hot flashes and being upset that, about that's it that's yeah. the yeah, falling right. down your stairs as your cat watches you or up the stairs uh, see what's yeah, talking about the blip yeah. for example if you you get, hit me with the it blip. was the slippers okay see me and he was talking <laughs> last night so if you got blip when you was like let's say you're 20 sure. then you come back you're not 25 no because like you're 25 on paper but in maturity and experiences uh what's the word chronologically speaking you're still at that 20 years of age because you haven't aged past that. So it's like one of those things like if you come back via blip, you have to have like an asterisk next to your name. Like we do. Like technically, yes, on paper you're this, but real worldly, like Mm. nah, like. I know you were born in this year and yes, technically if you had been around for those five years, here's how old you would be. But the thing for the people in the blip is it was almost instantaneous. Exactly. So, like, you 10, but you got blips on paper 15, but you haven't had 15 years of experience. Hold on. I'm, I'm a little angry about something now that I'm thinking about it. 
How did Hawkeye's wife still have her phone? How was that plan? Oh, we don't talk about that. You know how about... Hold on. Hold on. Come on. Nah. No, wait a second. The same way... The same way they never stated how the angrier the Hulk gets, the stronger he gets in these movies, there's a lot of shit we just don't... We don't question. It just is. It is. All right. Welcome to Daniel Talk, a podcast within a podcast. Michelle, thank you for being here on Daniel Talk, a podcast within a podcast. Quick question. Mm -hmm. Your partner gets blipped. How long before you turn off their cell phone? About two weeks. If two you're paying months. the bill. Right. Okay. Well, thanks for being on Daniel Talk a podcast with a podcast. <laughs> so we have kids. We have teenagers. We have young adults being pulled into these situations. They think they're better. What about the side characters? What about the people that they're coming down on? Because they're jumping into a whole ass situation, yeah. not knowing the politics. Mm-hmm. Oh, and like Alice. Don't eggs hit, hit me with it. Or yeah. America. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, Alice decides to go through the, the rabbit <laughs> hole or the looking bitch. glass, whichever version you're reading. And, you know, she thinks that she could tell the Queen of Hearts how to run her shit. This she is the queen of the land. Yeah. This is an established situation. It has worked the way it has worked. It may not be perfect, but it's happened. Yeah. So how goes, dare you come in here with your tea and crumpets and whatever you just got high off of, <laughs> and then you come in here and tell me how to Yo, run my little land. She was yeah. out there at that tea party doing some questionable things. Yeah. Some tea. Why do you think that sleepy dormouse was so sleepy? I know. Why do you think the Mad Maybe Hatter was, was off his shit? Sleepy dormouse was on the chronic. Mm-hmm. The Mad Hatter was on that sniff. Yeah. And uh, who was it? The hair. The March Hare was, was that, also on that sniff. He was on that yeah. speed. Yes, right, yeah. man. With a little <laughs> touch of acid. Ooh, touch yeah. me with that acid. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so does Alice, uh, Allison, does she um, end you call up? call her Allison? Yeah. Alice is short for Allison, correct? No. Yeah, we don't call her Allison. It's Alice. Yeah. A L I C. But it's not short for Allison? No. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? I'm positive. Yeah. Were you there? Yep. Never you in the books did they say yeah. Allison. Anywho, Allison, <laughs> does she end up becoming the queen or taking over Wonderland? Or does she always go back? She always goes back. Yeah. Now, so she causes this. She always, she she always dis- goes back to disrupt their politics in there. That's what it is. She so goes like, back home, has a nice snap, maybe gets a full meal, comes back and goes, Fuck your system. Yeah. And leaves, and she just leaves them to their own devices. That's it. No one because even through the looking glass, they, leave. they still have their monarchy as they have it. But she still came back through Absolutely. the looking glass and was like, it's still not right. So she came through, got high, said, fuck this shit, fuck this shit up, yeah. then went back to Earth. Yeah. And lived happily ever after. Yeah. Until she decided to come back, yeah. Did she go, does she, did she does go back. Yeah, and then and fucks still, it up again. And it's still the same shit. Yeah. Well, I guess in the book they're saying, you know, with through the looking glass that she made things better. But the thing is, it's not your land to sit here and dictate how things run. Because it's already being dictated. Yeah. It's yeah. already addicted. You can make some suggestions, but you just You don't can't even know politics right. in your own country, Alice. Like, what do you calm call down. a penis shaped potato? A dictator. <laughs> just stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I wasted all those 30 seconds of my life trying to figure out the dick shape. My eye roll has But that's the thing. There's always fallout, but mm-hmm. they don't see it because they're back home. They're back where they're comfortable. We're not meant to see it. And in the Narnia series, they talk about it a little bit because mm-hmm. the Pevensies, the four kings and queen, queens, they went out on a hunting expedition and then they saw the lamppost. And I said, that looks familiar. Hold on. And then came back accidentally. Mm-hmm. They were going to live out their whole ass lives in Narnia. They were fine with it. Mm-hmm. And they accidentally came back home. Wait. And the land, you find out in the books, was like, yo, where'd the fucking kings and queens go? Like, all four of them just accidentally yeah. went back to yeah. hmm Like, yo, is that a tree or is that a coat? Let me go check that. It's been so long since I read that book. Was that through like Prince Caspian or is it? Uh, like, so Prince still? Caspian happened with the Telmarines, which were other people, sailors from our yeah. world, who were stuck in a cave mm. and found another entrance to Narnia. Okay. Mm. A bat door to a bat door. And they were silencing animals. They were getting rid of the magic. Yeah. Because there was a It's fucking, a threat. There was a vacuum. Yeah. When the Pevensies, who were good kings and queens, 
when they dipped accidentally, mm-hmm. it was chaos. And then here come the Tell Marines. And they go, well, this is how the land should be. And you might say it was better under the White Witch. So you're saying we shouldn't be traveling to other realms. I'm saying we should not. <laughs> or at least I'm 100% about that. Yeah. Spectate. Understand. Take some things from these cultures. And learn what not to do. And just let them be them. Even Doctor Who got into sticky situations. Absolutely. Hit me with it, Michelle. What? <laughs> now I'm like... Well, I don't have a specific example just yet. But, you know, you get into those situations where he knows he's there to try to fix a problem. How much of the problem do you fix before you feel like you're disrupting the entire ecosystem? How there? clean can you make Greendale before it stops being Greendale? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. He ain't trying to be City College. No, we are not trying to be City Luckily, College. Luckily, he was pretty good most of the time. Most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. Then you've got some, you got some sticky situations yeah. there. Yeah. And if it's not him, it's his companion. Because again, you have a non-magical yes. entity. Who doesn't know the rules. Right. And are yeah. projecting their worldview onto these other places. I think we shouldn't travel to these other places. No. And if you are, you're just there to be a spectator. Exactly. Right. That's it. Like, they land the land and move on. Yeah. But they don't. In all these, a lot of these stories... Even Unless in, they're cannibals, then you got to fight your way out. You, you've, got some, <laughs> you've got some good situations like Harry Potter. Yeah. This was the world that he was always supposed to be a part of. Correct. And yeah, he took down the Dark Lord. Good shit. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be the next Dark Lord? Who's the next Harry Potter? Because that kind of threat doesn't just disappear. And, yeah. Okay, so... That's like if you kill the dictator of North Korea. I mean, who's going to take over? You Probably his psycho sister. So That's like, right. Is that even better? No. And you're like, no, Azula <laughs> should not be in charge. Yeah, it she is what it is. mentally unstable, too. Even though she was a tactical genius, she was not prepared for that type of political sphere. Who? But Azula from um, oh, Avatar um, Last Airbender. But, um, I thought you were talking about um, Kim Jong-un's sister. Girl, like, she ain't ruined on yet. She's crazy. <laughs> from what I gather, they all are. Yeah, yeah. They got a popsicle. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, so, I'm glad you brought that up. Like, all right, they took down Voldemort. Like, was that Harry Potter's MO? Like, he wanted to be the next Dumbledore? I like, see. he's supposed to be the next right? leader of the school and protect everybody. See, like, Harry just wanted to have kids because he didn't want That's none me. of that shit in the first place. Harry goes on to be a normal-ass dad. Yeah. He becomes Arthur it, Weasley. Initially, I felt like, Harry had this complex, like, he had to figure out what was going on, fix the issue. He also, always felt like the victim. That's the thing. He was always being a whiny little yeah. fucking cunt. Well, Hermione is the one who, like, handled Hermione's shit. doing shit, yes. and Ron's, like, enabling Ooh. his best friend's yeah. shitty Whoa, behavior. Ron, if yeah. I was born and got struck by lightning by some wood... You didn't get struck by lightning! <laughs> <laughs> that's not how it went down. I don't care. If I was attacked as a child... A baby. I, as a child... No, they, there's a baby and then there's a child. No, the child's a babies. There. Child's babies. No, you were slobbering on yourself in a crib. I don't care, if I, was, I, don't care if I was six days old, six months old, <laughs> six years old. If I get struck before I am an adult and permanently have PTSD, I'm going to feel some type of way. I'm going to be saying my shit. Then you got the whole organization like, you know you're going to have to do this. <laughs> I ain't got to do shit. Like, I'm trying to survive. They go, I ain't touch a coochie yet. They always go. That's what I'm trying to use my wand for. Yeah. They go, we're all relying on you. He's like, Why? What the fuck? Yeah, I can sign up for none. But if you watch, <laughs> gradually his story became how consumed he was with his own story. That's that right. he kind of lost track around the people around him. Exactly because he had all that responsibility thrust upon him. It's like, yo, I'm still. But who to was the out. one cleaning it up? His friends. Actually, just... maybe not even his friends. Yeah. Maybe it was Dean. It's like Thomas. Lord of the Rings. Maybe Frodo it was didn't do a damn thing. Maybe it was Dean, Seamus, Luna, Cho, and all these other people. Who has to deal with the fallout of Harry fucking Potter. Yeah. And Dumbledore too. He was in my yo, I gotta forget this. Yeah. I gotta remember this. I gotta But Dumbledore is also here feeding into this kid's fucking yeah. idea of how great he is. Well, that's like like I said, Lord of the Rings with Frodo. Everybody made him seem so important. What did he, he do? He really Pip and Mary did more with the Ents than Frodo ever did. That's and true. Samwise Gamgee yeah. was the one to be Sam. like. Was the one who should have been praised. Sam here's Frodo. should have been praised. Frodo's like, a piece of shit. Frodo, you took a nap half the time. Right? And, and he's like... Mm-hmm. But there's a difference between friend, Frodo and Harry. <laughs> Frodo was just a dude with a ring. He wasn't chosen, so they agree with you. Like, I don't know why they decided to make Frodo like important. Anybody could do that shit. Yeah. It was not... Literally, anyone could have done that shit. Yeah. Anybody could do that shit. Harry was like one of those call the destiny type... 
story arcs where like you like you said you had a kid that never felt like part of the anything the outside. Yeah. yeah. It was just like one of those things like they always want to make the outcast feel like no, you can be special, maybe not for this world, but at the same have time. A purpose. Once you give that per once you give that kid that purpose, then it'll turn into everything they would was resenting like but, oh now you're the exactly. partial kid now you're getting all the flame like you like you say you always want it you want to be in the cool the cool group you want to be in the know but exactly. now you are and now you, you know who should have been more praised Cedric goddamn Diggory who what he's saying Cedric Diggory Cedric Diggory <laughs> he was Diggory? a Hufflepuff Diggory Didgeridoo <laughs> so Cedric was yeah played by Robert Patterson that's right and he's doing good work he's a good guy shout out to and Robert Patterson for being my favorite Harry Potter movie fucking Goblet of Fire right and, and this guy has the unfortunate occurrence of being too close to Harry mm-hmm. and he dies for it yeah and I don't like that either. that could have set him up too I'm like here this dude in this movie oh I like that dude was cool I fuss with him sure but yeah. that, that, that was yeah. about the time when the Harry Potter books and the movies were like oh people people are gonna die mm-hmm. so was his character introduced in that book or was he like a background character in uh, he was more introduced in that book okay. I mean you may have mentioned him once in the other books but I don't think so Mm-mm. but he's just cause he's just going to school yeah he wants to become an order he wants to be, like help the magical community as best as he can. But again, you have to add something heavy on Harry's conscience to make him the character. Sure, was. and yeah. fine. When Hedwig died, I had to go back and reread it, and I was like, that's some heavy shit. Yeah. But also, there shouldn't be a fucking kill zone around Harry goddamn Potter. Yeah, yeah but it's, it's like one of those things, too, like, the stories from when he first got there to the end, it definitely is a darker tone, but it also, that's life too. Like, the more you grow up, sure. serious shit start to happen. Well, no, Sirius died in uh, book five. Yeah, and Sirius dies again. <laughs> like, serious shit happens in life, and it's just like, but with Harry Potter, like, before you know it's like, what the fuck? I'm, he was a little boy wizard. Like, everybody depressed. And he's out here like, hey, Choke, I know your boyfriend died last book, but can I clap those cheeks? For real, like, Monty is in love with fucking Ron. Uh, motherfuckers <coughs> don't know how to express their emotions. Like, right. we got feelings. Harry Potter like the little Asian shorty, but do he does? But also, if you look at the fucking subtext, there's a lot of bullying going on. There's all these other fucking stories. Draco oh, yeah. doesn't know who the fuck he is. Luna's being bullied by everyone in school. Yo, Golf girl, and then like you had mouth for it, like you don't want to relive this Slytherin shit just because your family was Slytherin. And he's trying to figure out, am I really dark or am I supposed to be dark? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's having like the whole. He's he, out here going, am I a man or yeah. am I a muppet? He's going through the whole Harry Potter shit himself, but in a reverse tone to it. Like, well, and imagine that, right? You go to school and you try to make friends with this dude, and you have your whole belief system at eleven. Mm-hmm. Because eleven-year-olds are fucking idiots. That's I think true. we can all agree on that. Yeah, eleven-year-olds. 11 year so are thirty-five-year-olds. So are sixty-eight-year-olds. Yes. But as an eleven-year-old, your brain's not even fully formed, but you're parodying back shit your parents have said. Exactly. But you see Harry Potter, and you go, "Hey, let's be friends," and he snubs the fuck out of you, and then you realize, "Oh, this is the great Harry Potter." Of course, I'm gonna dedicate myself to fucking kicking his ass. Yeah. Just like fucking Gabby and Attack on Titan is like. You get raised to believe this person or these people are your enemies all your life. Mm-hmm. And then when they, you try to, you find out, no, they're just like you, but part of your brain can't cut that off. It's like, no way. Able to this is a trick. You're, that's what you do. You're shifting. We made not to believe you. So I don't care how much you're nice to me. I know you're a piece of shit and I want you dead no matter how nice you're going to be because you're brainwashed. You're told these things and these things are reinforced in certain instances. But then that comes to that point with everybody, you have to realize you have to start thinking for yourself. You have mm-hmm. to believe what your eyes are actually showing you because if mm-hmm. you're just falling, falling blind through anybody else's words, those words are one day ain't going to mean shit. Then you have to li- sit there and start realizing who am I? Yeah. Then you're going to sit there hit, hating yourself because you realize like I've been following this shit. I've been letting somebody else puppet me. I've been living off somebody else's words instead of my own. Well, and look at that with the, the same lens and look at the magicians even. Mm-hmm. We see that in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. We see someone giving you a mission or a fucking focal point and saying, go with it. 
and you don't know why they're saying it to you. You don't know the years they've been planning their shit. You don't know that Dumbledore may have done some sketchy shit, some yeah. Professor X shit. Mm-hmm. No, I was saying, like, are you trying to imply that the fact that he was gay was some shady ass shit? No! No! <laughs> Dumbledore's why, brother. You got why, Dumbledore's why, brother. Why are you bringing that up, dude? Because it's, Dumbledore it's, had a whole brother that he cool fucking... It's cool that he was gay, though, man. No, that's fine. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dumbledore, like, young Dumbledore door? Dumbledore's? Jude Law? Dumbledore? Dee Dee? Yeah, double dickin. Dumbledore. He had a whole ass brother that he fucking threw to the wayside. Yeah. Dumbledore was not necessarily a good man. Mm-hmm. But same thing with these fantasy realms. You have someone that you think is the epitome of... Decency. Decent, that's exactly it. And no one's looking beyond that. They're like, nah. Because they can't picture you in any other way. Real. That's how you create that facade. You gotta create your... You gotta control your own narrative. You have to be your own reputation. You have to know how the world perceives you. So just in case that shit goes left, you're like, oh, look at what I did. My track record. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I, I, I hadn't thought about like that. Sometimes you need that shit. So you're building your own alibi at that point. Yeah. Oh, you got to. And then you get some kids from a different realm. Come, come and you go, oh, I was going to go, but now, you know what? Mm-hmm. Here's five bucks. Go down to the market and get me some smokes. Yeah. If they give you trouble, you can go kill them because you're yeah. the chosen ones. They look at you as this higher being. Hmm. So how do they look at the kids? How do they look at these people from the other realm? Either as pawns or just me yeah. saying. I mean, basically. just like look at the wizard, the way he looked at Dorothy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay. Like, I can't get my hands dirty. But you? Yeah, she can. You already it's... got a target on your back. Oh. So if you fail, you fail. But if you succeed, yeah. I succeed. That's that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this because of the politics. Exactly. Yeah. But if I send you, you're not even from here. You yeah. know how it works. So let me tell you how it works. Yeah. Here's what you're gonna go and do. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. fucked up. It is. <laughs> it's a smart move. So where have we seen that? Um, like the light shone on um, those situations. Have we ever seen that in these fantasy movies where the benevolent person is actually malevolent? Well, I think in like Coraline. Okay, get into that real quick. Because Coraline is a whole fucking thing. And that, I would, I would it is. That as fantasy. You know, because she's living this life and it, her life isn't that bad. It's really not. <clears throat> but then she goes through this crawl space and she ends up in this mirror world. And she thinks these parents are just phenomenal, oh, perfect. They give, knees. they give me everything that I want. Then she finds out that they are just... Yeah, they're very dark beings. Well, not all of them, but the mom for sure. The mom dad, for sure. The dad tries to help, but like she's pulling the strings. Exactly. The dad tries to help her, but again, it's a person who runs the land. Yeah. And even the world even if they of that neighborhood though. No. You think that was just like well, a small space? I think so for her, unless like in other. You have to think like in other households in their mirror world. They have their Are there own. other mirror worlds, or is this just another dimension that's tied to it? I, I, I don't know. It could be each home has their own... You think so? ...mirror family. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? They didn't so, get into that. So Coraline, she goes and she does this, and uh, she has at least one ally in this mirror world. Yeah. And uh, what's the name of the cat? Oh, God. I don't remember the name we'll of the cat. We'll call him Juniper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Was the cat black? The cat was black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, was just, I was just saying, like, educated guests normally cats in spooky situations. Are and it's kind of the whole theme of the grass isn't always greener on the other side. Right. Sometimes you go over there and you realize I'm allergic. Yeah. To a Things are grass. a little fucked up here. And that was very much the case with Coraline. Yeah. That mirror world always didn't, it, it never yeah. sat with me right. You didn't want button eyes? No. Hmm. But what's the difference between the Coraline mirror world and, let's say, Narnia? Let's say, where where they go in the magicians. What is the difference? Is there a difference or is it just another fucking mirror world? I think there's a difference because there is just one figure who is dominating that universe. Okay. Where in Narnia, it's an entire... 
political system. It's very political. Yeah, and, yeah. and very heavy-handed. And yeah. with magicians, it's a whole nother dimension full of different worlds and different nations. So this is not like, it's just the mm-hmm. flip. It's a whole different thing. Okay, yeah. yeah. In Coraline's world, it's this figure who is trying to dominate your world, bring you into their world, okay. and consume you. So, again, that, that mirror dimension doesn't feel as big as I think they were trying to make it. Yeah. But it feels like uh, there's a podcast that I listen to, and you guys fucking really should. It's called The Adventure Zone. It's by the McElroy Brothers. And they go to this place called Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And it is not a Wonderland. It is fucked up. It's by these two... Um, Drows who like dark elves or like but no they're liches no they're liches sorry they're yeah. elves but they're they're liches and um they think they keep going from room to room and it's huge mm-hmm. and then you realize it's just a circle and the rooms are just changing as they're going through and oh. just going around and around and around and it never ends mm-hmm. just like uh, in Thor Ragnarok exactly so going through the little uh, writing room facility that's, but that's what that <laughs> Coraline fucking mirror universe makes me think of i don't think it was ever anything more than one room okay maybe two yeah you know the mirror world of purgatory exactly it reflected what was out there what she knew but it was never anything and all she knew was her her home until they can weaken her to stay Uh, and then she's just in a box yeah i don't oh my god my whole belief system is being questioned you ain't got no belief system i do (laughs) because i believe in you kelsey uh, don't. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> I tell them girls, man, I love you. Like, save it for somebody that needs it. Mm-hmm. What's your love for me? So we're kind of getting <laughs> close to the end here, but what, what what points do you guys want to hit on for this? Oh. <laughs> I mean, like, there's no real major points. Um, It's like, fantasy is like one of those things... Um. We all know because we're brought up as kids to believe in, in fantasy. Right, a la the right, Easter right, Bunny. Right. A la Santa Claus. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Aslan the Lion. Who, you know, is the son of the Emperor across And that's what I was going to bring up. So if the Get lion, so if the lion's supposed to be God or was the lion supposed to be the Jesus? The lion is Jesus. Okay. The so, Emperor is God. Okay. The so, witch is the devil. Not Lilith, but Edmund, second though. And Edmund is all of us. Or, so who's the other one? They're, they're, they're other, just there. They're other Christians. They're like they're, Peter. They're, they're allegories for what we could Oh, they're like Peter, yeah, Luke, yeah. and them. Well, and like, Edmund is us because he gave in to the witch, and then Aslan had to die to save him. Word. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> We're all Thomas, man. None of us are The Peter. tank engine? No. Okay. <laughs> We're all doubting Thomas, basically. Word. Wait, did you just call me your Uncle Tom? I did. <laughs> I am uncle though. I know. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like, we all fuck with fantasy, but it's just like, as you get older, sometimes I guess you want a more sophisticated fantasy to kind of grow with you. That's why I fuck with the magicians a lot, because I just describe it as adult Harry Potter, because a lot of times uh, fantasy and magic type books, movies are geared towards... Like the younger people, like a lot of that shit. Young adult books? Yeah, YAs, which ain't nothing wrong with it, but at the same time, like, Yo, we still could be adults, and we Absolutely. love fantasy as well. But sometimes does it have to grow up with us? Exactly. But sometimes the adult fantasy, not like adult sexual fantasy. It's no, just, no, no. Let's talk about adult sexual fantasy. It just feels <laughs> like they try too hard mm-hmm. to line yeah. into it, being like, "No, nah, we gotta be make mature. it a very deep story." Yeah, you could have, have a fun adult fantasy yeah, story exactly. without like being too dark, like Hook. For example, yeah. like you could have tell the story of an adult individual reliving or going back into that realm of fantasy. That's why one of the tropes too is like, oh, that's why adults can't have magic because you lose that sense mm-hmm. of you as you grow up. Like, what is the line from The Breakfast Club? Uh, you you grow up and your heart you get the bull, you get the horns. That's <laughs> <laughs> like wicked. I think that's more geared towards adults. Fuck you. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Because wicked shows that it's not quite what you thought it was exactly just like life and it, 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 it is you know a very political based book for kids they think it's a fun story but for the adults right. they get the undertones of it without it being too serious See, that's okay well, you go for it oh i was just saying that's one thing i hate about being older like i realize like everything is low-key political when it comes to anything oh, like god damn it why you gotta why you gotta be like this now that i vote and shit like 
oh, this is all nasty because we invade places that we leave that okay. we tell them to okay. be like us, but, but then our house is shitty too. But oh. Let's look at the fantasy <laughs> with kids and the dark part of it real quick. And there's a comic book series came out two years ago. I think it's still going, maybe it ended. I hate Slayer Land. Die. Oh, word. These kids, they're going to play D&D, mm-hmm. and they get sucked into a D&D world. Huh. Mm-hmm. They're gone for mm-hmm. years, oh, and they finally like come it. back, and the sister's missing an arm. A they're covered in blood. And then you One have, of them did not come back. And yeah. then you have the the um, the aspects of sexual orientation. Because one dude, when he was in that realm, he was a woman. Yes. And one his homeboy said a boy, but they had a thing in that reality. Yes, so when they, they come back to this one, you two dudes, almost kind of like the Black Mirror shit with Anthony yeah. Mackie and Black Manor. So but, it's like, how do I the, incorporate this? How do I handle that But that's that shit? how he identified. And even in the real world, yeah. he was like, that's me. Yeah. But you come back, and now you're in this other body. That's... Body dysmorphia out the fucking ass. I'd rather be in D and D world than like Oregon Trail. So, so they they do they, they do eventually <laughs> go back to the D and D world, and you realize they were treating it like a game the whole time. Yeah. But it's that fallout of they were treating it like a game, and they were just having fucking fun. Yeah. And once they left, like the Pevensies, everything went to shit. Yeah. Exactly. They were like, oh wow, there's more. There's, there's, a, more, there's more consequences there's ramific- than we thought. Yeah, ramifications exactly. for There's actions. these Hobbit-like characters in one of them um, that are just constantly going to war because of their actions. And it's a bit sad. Mm-hmm. Like, these kids fucked up a whole world. It is not the Coraline one, like, one room world. Yeah. This is a fucking structure. These are individuals who do have agency. Yeah. And their lives it's are It's their different. universe. Exactly. Yeah. Quick question. Was the real reason the Grinch was so angry because he was the only one of his species and nobody asked him a question or gave him a gift on Christmas because Christmas just reminded him of him not having a family? the Jim Carrey Grinch movie? No. He was raised by those uh, lesbians. But he had no other Grinches, though. <laughs> so maybe that's why he was really upset. Like, yo, y'all say your family but ain't got none. how much he hates and people. No, because he has none of his own people. He has no, no okay. people of his own. We're going to watch the Jim Carrey Grinch. I am Christmas. not. But I'm saying, like, yo, Grinch, you yeah. are. I'm sorry, your family. They don't want to know. Do you really not want to watch the Jim Carrey Grinch? I did, and I forgot a lot of it for a reason. <laughs> like, it is what it is. I read the books. The, the cartoon. The books? What books? What kind of fucking novel series are you reading about the Grinch? It's one book. No, I know. It's literally <laughs> one book, the I books. The books. <laughs> you said. I know what I said. The books. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, yep. um, How the Grinch Filed for um, Bankruptcy, and then the third one, How the Grinch Got Divorced for a Fourth Time. No, not the fourth. It was two times. Oh, shit. It was two. Then the fourth one was How the Grinch Got His Groove Back. That's it. See? <laughs> and then it was... Well, how, the, how the Grinch Got His Groove Back. And, and then the people would come out, it's just called You know, it doesn't Grinch matter about the Grinch. What happened to the dog? Max fucking died. <laughs> oh, shit. He did. It's Christmas. That little fucker got into some chocolate and he's gone. Well, that story's stupid. Dolls eat chocolate. <laughs> 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 All right, so we're here at the end. <laughs> I think where I've landed is we should never go to fantasy worlds because we fuck it up or we become puppets to someone else who wants to fuck it up in mm. their favor. What about y'all? I would go there, but I, I don't need to get in your business. I just want to see what's going on. You've already become the queen of hearts, and we know that. Mm. Hold on, real quick. Uh, <laughs> let's see what the chances are of Michelle becoming a dictator in a foreign Wait, what's wrong for it, though? That's a nat one. You do mm. not become a dictator. You fucking die on an impact. <laughs> That's because you did him, man. I don't care. We don't stats. Harsh. Uh, it's a nat one. Me. That's a critical failure. See? You have to the audience. I would come back. Everybody's that D&D sad. Oh, that, so you're the, we're the one. Oh, see? Fucking see, God. The, the, dice, the dice don't lie. What was the first roll? What did that land on? See? 20. See? <laughs> see? What was that? See? Tell That's it. a critical success. See? I told you. So what? I don't lie. It jumped out of my hand like goddamn Jumanji. See? Uh, it said. No, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. I know. So here's what happens. You go to a fantasy land, you die on impact, but then decades later, some kids come in and they have to re, uh, like, they have to reanimate and you. And my soul takes and over yeah, the yeah. entire That's life. what it is. And that's, that's what he fucking hell, Michelle. Yes. <laughs> Bring the kids. <laughs> <laughs> she got to stay young somehow. Baby blue. Uh, I'll build my little gingerbread house. Don't you worry. 
Out of comments. gingers? No. What about you, Kelsey? Um, <clears throat> um, I have two uh, answers. Like, yeah, it would be dope. Um, theoretically, traveling to another land. Um, I would not like to be the first. I would not like to be a <laughs> guinea pig on that maiden voyage. Uh, I'm gonna let the whites go first and figure out all the laws. The whites go first. And then I'm like, cool. We can breathe there. First and foremost, is the food edible? Are there carnivorous creatures that might eat me? And is there like some type of prophecy or destiny connected to my travels there? Because mm-hmm. I ain't got time for that. What comic was it? Meaning they, he's not going anywhere. There was a comic <laughs> where they, they found another land and they were trying to make a profit off of it. Are, oh. What was that? Was that comic? I feel like that's been done before. Yeah. Oh, it was, was it Rock Song? Uh, that's what it was. Or yes. Yes. It was yes. like, yo, we need to go over here and get all these fucking natural resources. That's the thing over. because they have unlimited water. They've got all these resources. They have fucking Ooh, exotic metal. meats and mm-hmm. metals. And they were selling like, hey, you want to come vacation and, snooze, and do some stuff? Mm-hmm. It was fucking crazy. Hell yeah. I think what? that's where we would be if we went. I think, unfortunately, we wouldn't have. If it's a group and there's a gateway that we can get through, I think it's going to be exploited. Oh, or be. it'll go real fucking bad and they're going to come through the portal and be like, this is my world now too. We got guns. We got shit. But they have magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what about you, Dave? Like I said, man, I, I I don't think we should ever go. Yeah. Yes, Labyrinth is a great fucking movie. But also, why did she have to go do that? Because her baby brother was stolen. Yeah, that's true. The Narnia kids were in World War II. Maybe it was just their way of coping. Yeah. I don't think we have a place in the fantasy world. I think we're mundane enough to stay here. Mm. Now, if the fantasy were to come here... They initiate it, fine. But I know how we are as humans. I don't want to be a ruler. I want to be a fucking, uh, what's that Tape measure? Yeah, tape measure. Which is also a ruler. Well, it's not a ruler. It's a tape measure. You want to be a peasant? Yeah. No, you want to be a No, 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 no. If I went to a fantasy world, I would be, I'd be a storyteller. (laughs) A lover. (laughs) So we're here at the end. Thank you all for listening. Michelle... Where can the people find you? Any fantasy thing you want to plug and you're in a fantasy world and let's say a um, little shop of horrors type plant starts talking to you. What do you do? Oh, well, um, (laughs) you can find me, Emily Gideon, on Instagram or Michelle Gideon on Facebook. And if I ran into a plant that would talk to me, we would be best friends. We would take over the world. You do have a poison ivy about you, and I think that would work out really well. Anything you want to plug? No. No, Okay. Kelsey, same to you, uh, except for the last question. Where can the people find you? Anything you want to plug? You're in a fantasy realm, and uh, more people come in after you've been there for years from your world. What do you tell them? Mm, word. Um, what I would like to plug is Magicians. Um, the final season came out earlier this year on Netflix. Definitely check it out. I talked about it before here, and also we did a podcast for Yo Where the Captions That's right. about it. So definitely check that out. You can find me, Kelsey Show, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube. Also follow The Escaping Network on YouTube as well. And if people from Earth came into the magical realm that I've been in for how mm. many... I'm going to say you've been there for 12 years. 12 years? I'm like, turn around and go back, Claire. <laughs> you said you made a wrong turn in Albuquerque and you need to fucking go. I might be like... Here's a map, home. I can't trust y'all. <laughs> I might have to kill you or keep you here because you can't go back telling people all this fantastic <laughs> shit that's really here. You said no way. So you mean you're just killing people. <laughs> I said I might. <laughs> I might, depending on how long I've been there and what I had to endure. Like, nah. You've had to endure a lot, and um, you've been there. And There's you're, no you're, food around. You're part of no, the no, no, you're part no, no, of no, the no, community, legit. but on the outskirts. No, 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 no. Now you're adding too much. This is my tale. You're not gonna be like a donor party. No, because I got there somebody? and they told me I was one. Then I realized, no, I'm not. I'm here to make sure one of the motherfuckers from Earth don't come here. You're the fucking guy on the wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, uh-uh. Shit. We got our limits, player. That's right. So nah, you're the you, troll. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Steven Universe. <laughs> All right, Daniel, where can the people find you? What would you like to plug? And hmm, what's your favorite magical word? Ooh, okay. 
Um, but people can find me on Facebook, Daniel Rojas, Instagram, Blue Morpho, one word where the O's are zeros. And if you turn around too quickly and get dizzy, that's me, baby. Um, I want to plug Die because it's really good. And if you have a chance and you're listening to podcasts because obviously you are the Adventure Zone, the balance arc will make you cry at the end and Geralt, fucking Binacorn, two-horned unicorn. A binacorn? Anyway. Um, Wait. No, yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, my favorite magical word is gesticulate because you have to move your hands to make the magic happen. All right, I asked the question. <laughs> um, yeah. Is so, that a mystical word or just a word for a display? Oh, is that like a spell word? Yeah. That's where's, what I mean. where's my necronomicon? Not that shit, nigga, no. <laughs> you, you he doesn't want to have to perform an exorcism exactly, later. Exactly. You ain't conjuring shit up in here. <laughs> so, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> um, I've been missing him a lot lately, and if you knew Brian Easton, you knew how amazing of a person oh. he was. So, today we're going to. Hit you with another one of the songs we played before here. It's Painter's Picture by Had I Known, lead singer Brian Easton. Rest in power, my friend. Um, if you or anyone else you know want to have your music featured on the show, go ahead and email us at escaping.podcast at gmail.com. I fucking love you guys in the weirdest way. It itches and it scratches, and boy, I just can't get enough. Oh, you we'll need see. that doctor's appointment soon. <laughs> We'll see y'all next week, and uh, remember, there can only be one chum bucket. Hocus, pocus, a bibbity boppity boo. No matter what you say, being escapee is always a thing you should do. Stay on candy, y'all. Yeah.